Welcome to Psych Talk. I am your host, Jessica Lee, a licensed clinical psychologist. It is my mission to motivate, inspire, and educate you on everything psychology, mental health, and self-growth. Although topics discussed on this podcast are similar to therapy, Psych Talk is not a replacement for therapy and is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Whether you are a mental health professional or student in the social science field, are interested in psychology and mindset shifts, or are just interested in gaining skills and knowledge to grow into the best version of yourself, this podcast is for you. My hope is to provide you with knowledge and skills that you can implement in your daily life that add up to make a big impact. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Psych Talk. So I was actually not going to record this episode uh, today. It is the evening when I am recording um, because I am really tired. But then I decided to record this episode because I am going to be talking about burnout today. And I am physically, mentally, emotionally exhausted right now. I've had a long day at work. Um, The past few weeks have just been really long um, on top of increasing concerns about the pandemic and the Delta variant. And I'm just tired. And I was like, you know, I can put off recording this episode. But then I was like, no, Jess, you're talking about burnout. So why not record it when you're feeling burnt out? So hopefully this episode makes sense. Um, But before we jump into that, I do want to let you all know that this is the last episode of season two of Psych Talk. I will be back in the fall um, sometime, probably October, November, but follow me on social media for updates on when season three will be released. So this kind of ties into the topics. Season one, you know that I took a couple month break when my daughter was born in January and batched a bunch of episodes and continued to uh, record when I could and then launch season two. And Recently, I've just noticed for me, like work has been extremely busy. Uh, Mental health is always busy, but mental health in a pandemic while working in a hospital is even busier. Um, I'm just getting more complex cases. And also my daughter is now seven months and she is doing more things and engaging more and not sleeping nearly as much. She sleeps great at night, but not sleeping nearly as much during the day. And I want to spend more time with her. And I love doing psych talk. Absolutely love doing psych talk. But when kind of evaluating my priorities and where I can give my energy and effort to, I realized that I just need a little break. And we'll talk about burnout and what it is and things like that. And I recognize that I am pretty burnt out right now. Um, and pausing the podcast for a little bit and getting ahead on batching episodes and things like that is something I can control. One less stressor in my life so I can focus my energy in work and into my family and other things I have to do. But I will definitely be back in the fall. Um, I just need to go ahead and batch some episodes. I already have some episodes recorded with some great guests. So stay tuned. So like I said, a million times already. 
I am going to be talking about burnout today. So first of all, let's talk about what burnout is. Burnout is defined as a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. So burnout occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. So as the stress increases and it continues, individuals begin to lose the interest and motivation that led them to take on a certain role in the first place. So we hear a lot about burnout in the workplace, but it can also occur in other situations, such as being a caregiver for someone. So in the role I have working in the hospital with medically complex patients, we talk about caregiver burnout and caregiver fatigue a lot because it can take a toll on you. Um, And you can see it in the workplace. You can just see it in relationships or just generally speaking. I want to talk about the difference between stress and burnout. As I said, burnout is the result of excessive and prolonged stress. So stress in general results from too many pressures and these pressures demand too much of you physically and mentally. We have all been stressed. You may be stressed right now while listening to this podcast episode. However, when we are stressed, we are able to recognize that once we get everything under control, once we overcome the stressors, maybe we delegate responsibilities, we get through a certain period of time, whatever it is, once the stress is over, we will feel better. Burnout, in contrast, is not about having too much. So like I said, stress is when like too many pressures demand too much, but rather not having enough. So being burned out means you feel empty. You feel mentally exhausted. You're lacking any motivation. And for many people, you're beyond caring. Like if you're thinking of work-related stress, like you don't even care about job responsibilities, things like that. When we are burned out, we do not see any hope of a positive change in our situation. Basically, we are unable to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Where with stress, like I said, we know once the stressor is over, we feel better. So I wish this was visual, except not really because currently I'm lying on my floor recording this. But in my mind, I have like a little chart that I would love to show visually, but hopefully it will still come out in the right way over audio. So when we think about stress for burnout, we think of over-engagement. Activities and life tasks where burnout results in disengagement. So we are disengaged from work, we're disengaged from family, we're disengaged from our responsibilities. With stress, emotions are overreactive, Where with burnout, our emotions are more blunted. So that's that feeling empty, for example. Stress produces this sense of urgency and hyperactivity, where burnout um, really produces more helplessness and hopelessness. With stress, we see a loss of energy. But with burnout, we see a loss of motivation, ideals, and hope. And with stress, we know there's a higher risk of anxiety disorders, where burnout, there's a higher risk of depression. But obviously, stress can also lead to depression, and burnout can also lead to anxiety, or bidirectionally, anxiety leads to 
burnout, for example, but research-wise, we know that stress has a higher risk of anxiety disorders where burnout is higher risk of depression. So next, I'm going to talk about some of the signs of burnout. And I broke this down into different categories. So first we have the physical signs. And like I always say when I list things on this podcast, this list is not exhaustive, but it gives you a sense of what it feels like to be burnt out. So some physical signs and symptoms. Feeling tired and drained most of the time. Lowered immunity and frequent illness. I always tell people that when I was in graduate school, I never got sick until Christmas break. And it was like my body was working in overdrive. And then the second that I didn't have all the work anymore um, and relaxed, I would get sick. Because I had lower immunity from sleeping on average four hours a day, drinking copious amounts of caffeine, and really not taking great care of myself. Um... Another physical symptom is frequent headaches or muscle pain, any types of change in appetite and sleep habits. With regard to emotional signs of burnout, there may be a sense of failure and self-doubt, feeling helpless, trapped, or defeated, detachment, feeling alone in the world, loss of motivation, increasingly cynical and negative outlook, and decreased satisfaction and sense of accomplishment. And with regard to behavioral signs of burnout, we see individuals who withdraw from responsibilities. They may isolate themselves from others. Procrastination is a large one. Procrastinating on tasks or taking longer to get things done than usual. Using food, drugs, or alcohol to cope. Taking your frustrations out on others. And then with work-related burnout, we may see skipping work completely or coming in late and leaving early. So now I want to talk about some causes of burnout. So I mentioned earlier that we hear a lot about burnout in the workplace, and it is true that burnout often stems from your job. Anyone who feels overworked and undervalued in the workplace is at risk for burnout. So some work-related cause of burnout. Feeling like you have little or no control over your work. Lack of recognition or reward for good work. Unclear or overly demanding job expectations. Doing work that is monotonous or unchallenging. Working in a chaotic or high-pressure environment. Lack of social support at work. A heavy workload and long work hours. And working in a helping profession such as healthcare. And I am actually recording this a couple days before the podcast episode is released, but... If you are not listening to this in real time, this episode is um, or was released on August 30th of 2021. And the reason I bring this up is because currently in our um, media news, just climate in general, 
we are hearing a lot about healthcare professionals being burnt out. We have a Delta variant of COVID and our hospital beds are being filled again. ICUs are being filled. I know in the children's hospital I work at, we don't have beds. All of our children's beds are full and that is not just COVID and I want to make that disclaimer. Um, but our healthcare workers are exhausted and tired and we're seeing this a lot. We've been seeing it for the past year and a half since the pandemic has been going on. But outside of a pandemic, working in a helping profession such as healthcare is uh, related to burnout. I think of social workers a lot with regard to this, especially those that work for DSS or child welfare, whatever it is called in your state, if you're in the United States. We turnover and burnout because they have really high caseloads, long hours. They can't get everything they want and need done. Um, but obviously other professions, healthcare professions and professions in general are at risk for burnout, but that's just, I don't know. I was going to say my soapbox is not a soapbox, but yes, working in healthcare increases your risk for burnout. Outside of work, other factors that can contribute to burnout include your overall lifestyle, uh, personality traits, what you do in your downtime, and outlook on life in general. So some lifestyle causes of burnout, poor work-life balance. So if you are working all the time and aren't spending any time doing things that you enjoy, you're going to get burnt out. A lack of close, supportive relationships. I feel like I've been saying this a lot here recently, but we do not exist in a vacuum or a silo, whatever term you want to use as humans, and we need relationships. And so lacking close, supportive relationships increases your risk for burnout because you don't have people to rely on. You don't have that support system. Um, another lifestyle cause of burnout is taking on too many responsibilities. So if you're a yes person and you don't say no and you say yes to everything at work, for your family, um, for your friends, you're going to burn out. You're going to be way too stretched thin. And then another lifestyle cause of burnout is not getting enough sleep. Some personality traits that uh, contribute to burnout, perfectionism. And I know I've already done a whole episode on perfectionism, and I feel like perfectionism has been weaved in different episodes, and I know one of the episodes in season three is going to talk about perfectionism as well, but the high achieving needs to do everything perfect is going to increase your risk for burnout. Um, having a pessimistic view of yourself and the world. So if that's kind of your innate personality, um that's going to negatively impact you and put you at higher risk for burnout. And then it goes back to um, what I said a couple minutes ago of other factors that contribute. It's just your outlook on life and the world. If you view the world as, you know, hopeless or like you have a very cynical outlook or you're one of those people that you are just surviving in life. Um, and when I say that, I don't mean because something like traumatic happen and you're in like 
survival mode but there are some people that just navigate the world like I go to work I eat I shower and this is just my existence and they don't try to have fun or do things like that um so pessimistic view of yourself in the world need to be in control and reluctant to delegate others I am guilty of this I need to be in control a lot and oftentimes I don't delegate responsibility to others especially at work um part of that's because I'm the only one in my role there's not others to delegate to um but that's going to burn you out as well and then high achieving and a type a personality and we know that kind of goes along with perfectionism as well so now I'm going to talk about some consequences of burnout. So we've talked about what it looks like and what causes it, but what are going to be the consequences of it? So if we're thinking work, we have reduced productivity um, and that can apply in other areas as well. But I think work is the main area that would come to many people's minds when we talk about productivity. So you're not completing things as quickly as you once were maybe you're more easily distracted and that's why you're exhausted so you're more slow moving etc burnout drains your energy I mean when I got on this episode to record that sounded weird but I said at the beginning that I'm exhausted and I have a little energy um but here I am recording because (laughs) I don't know Uh, Feeling helpless, hopeless, cynical. Um, Maybe you feel resentment. So this could be towards colleagues. For example, if you are burnt out at work, it could be towards a partner. If you feel like you are being the caregiver for maybe the children and your partner is not holding their equal share. Or maybe it's if you don't have children, still resentment towards your partner because you feel like you're doing more around the house or resentment towards friends that maybe are doing things that you wish you could do but don't have time or whatever it is so definitely be aware of that um excessive stress so we already talked about how burnout is caused by prolonged and excessive stress and a consequence of burnout is more stress so if you're burnt out at work and then you're trying to push through You're just going to increase your stress levels because you're not functioning at your capability. Sadness, anger, irritability, substance use, all of these things can be consequences of burnout. We also know that burnout in one area of life can overflow into other areas of your life. So if you are burned out at work, this can overflow into your home life or your social life. Burnout can also cause long-term changes to your body that make you vulnerable to illnesses such as the cold and the flu. We also know that burnout has physical health consequences such as heart disease, high blood pressure, and type 2 diabetes. So how can we prevent burnout? So if you're listening and you're like, okay, I am not burnt out yet, but I want to make sure I don't get there, what can I do? So this is very broad, but take care of your physical and emotional health. So, you know, sleeping, quality sleep for a good amount of time. And I say good amount, I mean, recommendations for adults is seven to nine hours a night, but I don't know um, 
everybody's individual differences because some people need more and some people need less. Make sure you're eating balanced, nutritious foods. Um, move your body in a way that you enjoy. Um, take care of your emotional health. Engage in stress management skills. Um, go to therapy if you need to. Uh, rely on your social support system. Do mindfulness techniques, deep breathing, all of that. If you are at a job where you get PTO, use it. And this is coming from somebody that literally has like 13 PTO days left at the time of recording and only mm, six weeks, no, not even six weeks, five weeks to use them because our um, calendar year starts October 1st. And I am taking some time off, but I am losing some days because I have use it or lose it. But I used to pride myself on not taking PTO and that is not healthy. So if you get time off, take it. You earned that time off. You deserve to take it. Even if it's just a day here or there. I mean, I work with a um, medical doctor who at towards the end of our year, like we are at now, he'll take every Friday off. So it's just one day a week, but that's how he uses his PTO. Take time to relax. Um, this is another thing that I am not the greatest at, but not everything has to be productive. So if you are exhausted, lying on the couch, watching a Netflix series or watching a movie is absolutely okay and what you need. Um, with regard to this, also finding time and managing your work-life balance. So setting boundaries, um, whether it's at work of like, I am not going to check my email once I clock out for the day, if you clock out, or I'm not going to answer my work phone, or I am always going to leave at five o'clock because that is the time I'm supposed to get off. Boundary setting with friends. So if you are feeling extremely exhausted and you know that you just need some time to yourself, even if you get invited out or somebody wants to do something, say no, you need to, you know, rest and see if you can reschedule. And then watch out for the warning signs and intervene early. So we talked about kind of how um, burnout presents itself. So if you start noticing some of those things, pause, reflect, and then intervene early. So, you know, go back to the basics, taking care of your physical, emotional health. Maybe you do have PTO and you take a day off and you spend the day just relaxing and resting so you can, um, be recharged for the next day. So that's how to prevent burnout. And like I said earlier, when I list things, it's not extensive. That list is not extensive. But what do you do if you are already burnt out? So first of all, utilize your social supports. So reach out to your partner, your best friend, family, whoever you are close to, and rely on them for emotional support. Spend time with them, etc. Rely on your coworkers. So connect with them on the job if possible, you know, eat lunch with them if you have a set, like, break time. Engage with them, form relationships, and by doing that, you can talk to them and see if they're struggling too. You can also see if they can help with certain tasks. So that goes back to, like, delegating. You know, 
Is there a coworker that can take on something for you that would benefit you and would help you, but also, you know, it's something within their scope and they're willing to do it. Limit your contact with negative people as they will drown your mood. I meant to say drag, but drown came out instead. Once again, tired, Um, but it works. I was going to say drag down your mood and outlook. And I know like if there's negative people at work, it can be hard sometimes to not um, spend time with them. But as much as you can limit your contact, the better. And engage in a community group of some sort that is meaningful to you. So this can be a religious organization, um, a nonprofit, a support group, etc. And by doing this, it will not only give your life purpose and meaning, um, which is what we tend to lose when we're feeling burnt out, it will also help with work-life balance. So another thing to do when you are already burned out is shift how you look at work, especially if your burnout is work-related. So it can be really, really hard to find value in your work when you do not feel valued, when you feel overextended, or that the tasks are just mundane and repetitive. However, if you can find some value in your work, so maybe how your work helps others, aspects of your job you do enjoy, um, people that you like working with, etc., it can help you regain a sense of purpose and control in your job. I kind of touched on this next thing when talking about utilizing your social supports, but make friends at work. Making friends at work can help relieve stress and make it more enjoyable. Find balance in your life. So if you view work as something that just gives you a paycheck, do not make it the priority in your life. So make sure you find meaning and satisfaction outside of your job, through friends, family, hobbies, etc. Also take time off. So I mentioned this in preventing burnout, but it's also good to take time off when you realize you are burned out. To relax and recharge, like in the example I gave a few minutes ago about just taking a day off. And give yourself some distance from work. So... Like I mentioned, when I'm not good at utilizing my PTO, I'm going to take some time off at the end of September and I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to sit at home, but it will just be a break from work. Burnout is also a sign that something or many things in your life are not working for you the way they are going right now. Thus, it's important to reevaluate your priorities and values and make changes that will reduce your risk of burnout in the future. So I already touched on this, but setting boundaries. um, This is something I mentioned in preventing burnout. But if you are already burned out, it is important to set boundaries as well. Do not overextend yourself and learn how to say no. This might be a not-so-obvious a solution to if you're burnt out, but disconnect from technology. Don't check your email. Don't check your phone. Don't scroll on social media. We do not always need to be connected and social media can also contribute to a worsening mood. I talked about resentment earlier. If you are just scrolling on social media and comparing yourself to other people, you may feel resentment. 
especially if they look like they're living their best lives and you are at home on the couch feeling burnt out and exhausted. Engage in relaxation techniques such as yoga, meditation, and deep breathing. Get plenty of sleep, nourish your body, and move your body in a way that you enjoy. So thank you all for listening to today's episode of Psych Talk. I hope you learned something. I hope there were some takeaways if you are feeling burnt out or just things to look for if you fear that you may be on that path. I appreciate you all so much for joining me for season two of Psych Talk. Um, If you have not gone back and listened to all the episodes, do it while Psych Talk is on a little break before season three. My plan is to highlight an episode a week on my social media, some of my more popular episodes, and some that I just really enjoy recording. So, make sure to check that out if you are following me and if you're not go ahead and follow me so you get updates on psych talk and look out for season three coming out sometime this fall like i said probably october or november not really sure right now it depends on how much time i have but i'm really just given everything we talked about today in the episode of burnout trying to relax and Uh, empty my plate a little bit for the time being and so that I can come back with season three even stronger than seasons one and two. So thank you so much. This podcast would not uh, be in existence without you all and I will see you in season three. Bye. This episode of Psych Talk was brought to you in collaboration with Dive Through. Dive Through is a mental wellness company that helps you dive through what you go through. Dive Through has an introspection app which includes guided breathing, journaling, and reflection. I've been using the Dive Through app for almost a year now, and it really helps center me when I'm feeling overwhelmed. Their website includes blog posts on a variety of topics from emotional well being to personal growth to parenthood and the LGBTQIA community. They have a free anxiety guide created by two licensed mental health professionals, as well as other mental health podcasts. To download the app, click the link in my show notes. And for more information, visit divethrough.com. That's D-I-V-E-T-H-R-U.com. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Psych Talk. I hope you found so much value. If you loved what you heard or gained some knowledge, I would love for you to take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram stories, and tag me at Jessica Lee PhD. Additionally, I would be honored if you leave a review and five-star rating so I can continue to help this podcast grow. If you are not already, follow me on Instagram and join my Facebook community, Grow Through What You Go Through. Thank you for joining me today, and I cannot wait for you to join me during the next episode. Remember, you are loved, you are worthy, and you are braver than you know.